Uh, here we are. Hello. Hello, greetings. Happy 5th of July. It's the 5th of July, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> big holiday weekend. Here we are, Monday. Not really back at it, because it's still a holiday. It's a little bit of goofing off. Maybe we're going to do a little motivational stuff if anybody shows up. Hmm. Maybe I'm just going to drink some cold coffee and do a seize the day. That could happen. Uh, I don't think it is going to happen because it looks like somebody's here right now. Oh, it says, hi, hi me. What's on my mind? I'll tell you what's on my mind. I'd like to. Oh, hello, sister. It's my sister. So, Sue, you're on my mind right now. Uh, there we go. Happy. I'm going to turn the sound down. Everything's coming together. Um, yeah. Motivational Monday, Sue. I don't know when I'm going to get to visit you in Chicago. Bert has retired from Zanies. I think I'm still uh, welcome there after my Legends of Comedy Award a few years ago. So um, just looking to looking to figure out how to get back in. Christopher, hello, greetings to you. I'm just uh, just doing a little camera camera adjustment. Yes, greetings to you, sir. Um, Lady Jerry, not in attendance at today's show, but. Uh, feeling better. Uh, she's, oh my God. So her pain isn't quite as bad. She's finished her regimen of steroids for five days or whatever that was. And uh, hopefully she's going to get a MRI scan this week. And then she's got double vision, which several people have now told us that they think that that is uh, migraine and not related to the TMJ. So, oh my goodness. Uh, Pick, greetings. You're here, Julie. Hello. How are you? Good to see you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Bert. Bert has retired, but uh, you could you could come and visit us. That would be fun. I think you would like it. Um, we would like it. Fanula would like it. Before we all get old, Jen's here. Greetings to you, Jen. Oh, hello from rainy Miami, Laura. You grabbed four Rice Krispie treats from the Atlanta Lounge on the way there today. Four now. Your magic number is six, but uh, four is very acceptable because it's uh, it's above average for most people. I did see the beautiful Rice Krispie treats Rachel made for Fourth of July, red, white, and blue. Unbelievable. Dave's here. Hello, Dave. How you been? How you going? Uh, so we're having nice weather here in Santa Monica. We had that incredibly resistant ridge of high pressure several years ago when we had our terrible heat wave here in, in uh, Santa Monica, but we're not having that this summer. It's pleasant here, and my heart goes out to all of you that are someplace where it's steaming hot like hell. Uh, so, what have I got for you today? Well, it's Motivational Monday. We're re-watching Ted Lasso, because why not? Um, and then we're also, with, with Fanula, our daughter, she's, she's enjoying it. So we're rewatching Ted Lasso, and if I have any motivational thing today, it, it's something that I used myself earlier today. Had an interaction with someone that was a little. Ugh. Uh, I was happy with my side of the street, but I just thought what they did was really douche tastic, um, and uh, so I'm trying to I'm trying to be the happiest animal, which is what. Goldfish, that's right. Ten second memory. So um, I think season two of, of Ted Lasso does start soon, and we're going to just probably have completed season one and go right into it, I hope. 
Um, but yeah, the happiest animal is the goldfish because they have a 10 second memory. Be that goldfish. When someone does something douchey, let it go. Like in Frozen. I think that's Frozen, is it right? And then also I wanted to read, I'm just getting to the end of Cat Carrying the Fire, Michael Collins. How do I get it into the Carrying the Fire, Michael Collins book here that I've been reading? Highly recommend this book if you're at all curious about the space program or what it's like to be an astronaut. Highly recommend this book. Um, Rachel, yeah, greeting, greetings to you. Um, and so this is after... Michael Collins is the astronaut who remained on the command module while uh, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong went down to the moon. And they were only down there for two days, you know, really just over one night. It, 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 it's a... The whole trip to the moon, land on the moon, back to the back to the command module, back to Earth, splash down in the ocean, eight days. That is, like, I feel like two weeks is not enough time to go to New Zealand. And these jokers went to the moon in eight days, and back, and back. <coughs> and uh, he does a great job of talking about how all the dangers of space travel and the amount of things that the astronauts had to do in order, checklist-wise, for the thing, but for the for the mission to go off and uh, the importance of all that stuff, it was very interesting. Um, but uh, I thought I would read this part because this is the part that I think is the most interesting about Michael Collins, or one of the things that people think is the most interesting before they read this book, is uh, is that he was alone. He was in that space caps space capsule command module. They don't call it a space capsule; they call it a spacecraft. Um, Jen, four days till your surgery, five days till you drive the family to Galveston. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is poor planning. Um, oh, July 23rd is the next season of Ted Lasso. Man, that's going to be coming right up for uh, birthday week here at uh, Jerry, Casa de Jerry, Jerry Manor, stately Jerry Manor. Um, so... He's, he's in the uh, spacecraft all by himself while Neil and Buzz are on the moon. And then when he's on the backside, when he's on the dark side of the moon, um, he's not communicating with anyone. He can't. It's just he's the only human being on that side of the moon, as far as we know. Um, not counting any Anunnaki breeding stock that they took home from Earth. Um, I know from pre-flight, now, now here's Michael Collins, he's talking about that, talking about now he's alone in the, in the spacecraft, and he's talking about that. I know from pre-flight press questions that I'll be described as a lonely man, not since Adam has any man experienced such loneliness, that's in quotes. And I guess that the TV commentators must be reveling in my solitude and deriving all sorts of phony philosophy from it, but I hope not. Far from feeling lonely or abandoned, I feel very much a part of what is taking place on the lunar surface. I know that I would be a liar or a fool if I said that I have the best of the three Apollo 11 seats, but I can say, with truth and equanimity, that I am perfectly satisfied with the one I have. This venture has been structured for three men, and I consider my third to be as necessary as either of the other two. I don't mean to deny a feeling of solitude. It is there, reinforced by the fact that the radio contact with the Earth abruptly cuts off at the instant I disappear behind the moon. I'm alone now, truly alone, and absolutely isolated from any known life. I am it. If a count were taken, the score would be three billion, that's how many people were on Earth, plus two 
on the other side of the moon, and one plus God only knows what on this side where he is. So he is talking about being on the moon, but he and and I think there's some motivational Monday in there too because he's also talking about uh, you know this idea this idea of who's a star and who's a success and who's who's the best and what people perceive as you know Neil Armstrong is the guy who landed on the moon and Buzz Aldrin was second and Michael Collins was the guy in the spaceship. So if you were ranking them, you might tend to think of them in that order, but that's not correct. That's not how they think of it, and that is not uh, really the right way to th- for us to think about ourselves and our life, because not many of us get to be Neil Armstrong, but all of us uh, get to be ourselves, and uh, we're as important as anyone else um, in terms of the people who we're most important to, our family, uh, you know, we're the most important people to them, to our children, certainly, to our spouses or our significant others or our best friends or even if you've only got a dog, <laughs> you're it, baby, for that dog. So don't lose sight of that. So that's that's my takeaway from what Michael Collins was saying. And he's also talking about how he's alone, but then comparing that experience to, in, in the paragraph after the one that I just read, comparing that experience to um, being in a small boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Well, in some ways, he's certainly more isolated than the person who's in the middle of the ocean because he's further away from any other human being. But uh, in, other ways, in, other, in other ways, especially at this time, 1969, if you were in a small boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you would be out of contact with ev- everyone and you wouldn't have any geolocation stuff. You, you would just be doing um, transit of the sun or Venus or whatever to determine your position with a sextant, old school navigation wise Um, whereas on the spacecraft, when he's on the right side of the moon our side of the moon, the the bright side of the moon, he's in contact with Houston and the entire human race really, I mean, when you're talking about how many people who are listening to me right now, and how many people who were listening to Michael Collins when he was in that ship, he was far from alone up there and just being able to hear other people's voices uh, meant a lot to him. So um, if you're thinking, <laughs> let's just take it back to people who are depressed again. You've got to holler down that hole to them, because it means a lot just to hear your voice. Um, all right, so there's your Motivational Monday. There's your Michael Collins. Uh, that's, that's all of that. Oh, yeah, here, where, what, what, what happened while I was out here? <laughs> oh, gosh. So everybody's saying just rest on the beach to you, Jen. I think that's great. Um, oh, wow, you've really planned a crazy vacation right in the middle of the thing. No one else in your family can drive. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, no, of course, Ron is driving. Oh, well, that's good, Jen. You don't want to be driving after you've had your surgery, and please do relax on the beach. Um, and don't feel bad if you missed the show. <laughs> uh, don't do drugs and drive. Julie, solid advice. Did we already get an update on Lady Jerry today? Yeah, we did a little bit. Uh, she's got uh, double vision, um, but her pain has subsided a little bit. She's got some relief, but she is still in some pain. Last night was the first night since we have got back from our trip that I spent uh, in the bed with Lady Jerry, sleeping with her because I've been sleeping in the living room because she's just in so much pain and tossing and turning, and she doesn't need me snoring and all that. But So we were reunited in the bedroom last night for the first night and it went okay but also 
<laughs> it was a bit of a disturbed night because it's the 4th of July. So the fireworks, I don't know about where you are, but the fireworks here, and I'm not talking about the officially sanctioned fireworks that the city of wherever that's nearby here does at uh, sunset. I'm talking about the, I got some fireworks in my basement and I've been waiting for the chance to light them up. Those went on. The homemade DIY uh, fireworks went on here until 1.30 in the morning. So it was a bit hard to get a good night's sleep. But um, but anyway, we spent the evening, we spent the night together in the bedroom, and uh, I just talked to her before the show. She's feeling a little bit better. She is coming down, making her own food. So it's it's uh, it's on, she's on the road to recovery, but I don't think she still has the tiger by the tail yet. And hopefully, she's going to get in <clears throat> to the doctor this week and get some kind of scan to see what's going on. The the um, the dentist that she went to most recently had said that her her bite doesn't meet on one side. I can't remember if it's the left or the right side, but her bite, her teeth don't meet on one side, and uh, that is not good. Ed, you're saying greetings to everyone from Mitchell, South Dakota, home of the Corn Palace. You're at the Corn Palace. There's also a Corn Palace in the Bay Area, as I know you know. Um, you're on your weeks-long journey back to California after 10 days in Indiana. First live update since June 12th. Well, there haven't been that many updates since June 12th, Ed, because I was also on vacation. But it's good to uh, good to see you're here, and I hope you're having as much fun out there on your trip as we had in the Kimbo, which awaits its next assignment. It's gassed up in the driveway and uh, needs a bit of a wash because you can't take the, when it's just the pickup truck. You can take it through the gas station car wash with the brushes and the whole thing. But now I think I've got to go to one of those car wash bays and try and wash the truck in there and I've got to bring a ladder to get on top so I'm looking to get some Cow Palace Bay Area yeah Cow Palace not Corn Palace you're right Ed my bad Cow Palace not Corn Palace there is a difference they're both great though the Cow Palace is not made of corn but the Corn Palace is made of corn the Cow Palace is not made of cows but the Corn Palace is made of corn I think I said that right. You give me a couple of takes, I'm going to get it. Not like not like going to the moon. You go to the moon, you got one chance to get that cow palace, corn palace uh, joke right. And if you blow it, boom, you're orbiting the sun and uh, doomed to a life in uh, a short life in orbit. So uh, maybe we have a little uh, question box here. Um, What's the next fashion trend you'd like to see? Well, thank you for asking, question box. You know, that's not a thing that I sit around. Um, you think you found a new name for your house, Christopher? Is it Corn Palace or Cow Palace? Or some other kind of palace? Um, what is the fashion trend I'd like to see? Um, yes, uh, Cindy, she is having TMJ issues. Uh, Lady Jerry is. Um, <laughs> Dave, you just found a toe in the lake. Oh, what is the next fashion trend I'd like to see? Well, I, you know, it's, I can't hope for things to come back because they always come back slightly different. So if you've saved fashion from the past, it never looks as good the second time. But kids like it, so get it out there to. If it comes back and you've still got some old stuff, get it out there to the fashion trade trade in place. Um, Oh, Kimbo payback scheme. People are airbnb their RVs while they're unused in their driveways. Yeah, I, well, there's outdoorsy where you can let someone else take it out and RV it. 
um, so I think I'd rather do outdoorsy in terms of the financial reward because uh, it's going to be hard to rent it as an Airbnb. There's no toilet or shower in there. So I don't, that's, that's not the kind of house guests. I mean, it's really only uh, good for someone who's pretty rudimentarily, I mean, uh, yeah, it's not going to happen at, um, Boom, you're orbiting the sun. Quote of the week. Oh, well, you think so? I appreciate that. Um, Earl, thank you. Um, Christopher Corn, you're saying, oh, Corn Palace, right, because your last name is Corn. Yeah, got it. Corn Palace. There you go. Please, go- please Google the Corn Palace and get some pictures of the other Corn Palace, which now you're going to have to start referring to because people are probably going to bring it up if you start. Uh, telling people that your place is the Corn Palace. So, uh, fashion trend. What what fashion trend did I like? Um, I like some plaids. I do I do like some plaids. Uh, can you come spend a weekend in the Kimbo, Dave's asking. You sort of headed that way in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't think we're receiving guests in the Kimbo right now, but uh, if you're going to be in Santa Monica, uh, it's possible that we could have some coffee, although I did let Rachel down because I didn't see the email at the right time. So, what are my plans for the rest of the day? Well, I've been I've been to jujitsu, and <coughs> probably gonna make a little food for the uh, ladies in the house. We may. Well, I've already had my shower, so I'm not thinking about jumping in the ocean. But if uh, the girls want to go down and jump in the ocean, I might go do that. Um, <laughs> straight dissed. Well, I don't know if you got dissed there, Bob. Sorry you're late. I'm sorry you're late. I'm sorry you're late. You missed the Motivational Monday. You missed the uh, reading from the Moon book. Kevin Phipps, one can make corny jokes at the Cow Palace, but not cowy jokes at the Corn Palace. Um, That sounds good on paper, but I think you'll find that you you can do both of those things. Um, There are cowy. There are cowy jokes, and they're utterly delightful. Come on. I didn't have much time for that one. Okay, um, you'd like to see Kanga hats make a comeback? Yeah, uh, hats. You love hats of any kind. I'm a big hat fan too, as you may have seen here in the police in Kanga. I, I is it Kanga or Kangol? I think it's Kangol, but maybe Kanga is also a kind of hat that I don't know about. I I don't know all I don't know all the hats. Um, yeah, I've got I've got enough hats that whatever kind of hat comes back, I think I'm pretty ready. I used to have a Greek fisherman's hat. I got rid of that. I don't know if that if that becomes a thing. I'm not going to have one. Don't know whether to thank or blame all the camper talk, but you got your roof rack installed. Um, that torpedo pressurized shower tank is next. Um, yeah, there's some great there's some great kind of shower options out there. Since I've kind of acclimated to cold weather. Uh, I'm, I just got the shower bag that you hang from a tree. It'll get warm enough. I mean, I could just rinse off in a bucket from a stream. Pick, you want to see... Oh, Bob, you're saying you want to see Earth Shows and Nehru Jackets make a comeback? Oh, Nehru Jackets have been back already, Bob. That's That has that has happened. Um, and Earth Shoes, I think you'll find, you can buy uh, out in the world. But they are, you're right, they're not fashionable. Earth shoes. They've got. I've seen the, the zero drop shoes. Obviously, minimalist shoes. I've, I've just recently bought a few. I'm wearing a pair right now. These are some minimalist. Oh, hold my. Eh. 
there's a minimalist shoe for you. Um, so minimalist shoes have come back, but the uh, earth shoes where it feels like you're walking uphill all the time. Who's ready for that to come back? I don't know if that's what I'm ready for, but uh, yeah, I'll just try and roll with it. That's what I'm doing now. Um, massive rainstorms descended on Mitchell in the last five minutes. 97 degrees at the beginning. It's already dropped to 84. Wow. Yeah, well, rain, pre precipitation can cool things off. Try and enjoy it while it lasts. Because what, what happens with those Midwestern rains is <laughs> it cools off. Then the rain stops, and then it heats back up, and it's a uh, steam bath. Uh, so, spoiler alert, get inside now, if you're not inside now. Um, Flavi, you want to try those uh, Vibram Five Finger Shoes? Yeah, I've got a few. I've tried the Vibram Five Finger Shoes. They're all right. Uh, I like them for exercise, for workouts, if you're doing some kind of weight training or aerobic-y kind of stuff. They're good for that. As you may or may not know, jujitsu you do barefoot, and so that so those kind of shoes or minimalist shoes can strengthen your feet. That's the idea with these shoes that I've got on, is they're they're like the finger shoes because your toes can spread out as wide as they want. They've got a wider toe box. Toe box. I said toe box. Um, and so your toes can spread out as if the same way as if you were barefoot or wearing those toe shoes. Although my feet, and I am not going to, um, did John Cage wear minimalist shoes? I don't, I don't know. Um, my feet, I've got, I've got this thing where my pinky toe kind of bends sideways and under, it's, it, it's flat, but it bends, oh, it's a weird kind of squishy. Um, Julie, Julia Johnson, you're asking, Birkenstocks scare you? Why do people think they're fashionable? I don't know if people do think they're fashionable, but I have a pair of Birkenstocks. They're not in here. They're in the house right now. But I have to say, if you don't think Birkenstocks look cool and you would not like to be caught dead in Birkenstocks, do yourself a favor and never try on a pair of Birkenstocks because they're so comfortable. As soon as you put them on, you're like, okay, what's the least terrible looking pair of these that I can get because I'm buying a pair. They are so comfortable. And that's your sponsorship of the day. Birkenstocks, you're welcome. Um, Cindy, you wore a Nehru jacket when you saw Herman's Herberts back in the 60s. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. You thought it was cool. It was cool. You're right about that. Still cool. If you had that Nehru jacket, you should put it on right now. Wear it to church or the mall. Or wherever you go, wherever you, those are those were two weird choices. Wear it to the ice cream place. Um, uh, everybody's pinky toes are weird. Flavia, thank you. That was good. Um, wearing with socks, Julie, Julia. Oh, Birkenstocks with socks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that was a thing that I did too. Sometimes you, they're sort of sandily Birkenstocks. All the ones I have have a closed toe over them, so they look like some kind of weird cartoon foot. Um, but Birkenstocks can be cool in cool weather because your toes are open. So you put socks on, keep your toes warm, and you still get that comfortable footbed that the Birkenstocks offer. So Flavia is saying comfort over fashion. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you've ever had plantar fasciitis, uh, Birkenstocks are the way to go. 
to solve that problem. Anything with a nice heel cup. Um, Scott, you've got the hammer toe gene like your old man. Uh, Kaiser thinks it's an elective surgery. Your bandmate, former contractor, asks you if uh, you trusted him with a hammer. Yeah, no, that's not what hammer toe means. <laughs> I don't think you can cure hammer toe with a hammer. Maybe. Um, yeah, Birkenstocks are expensive. That is true. Um, but what are you going to spend your money on? Good bed, good shoes. I think it's in that order. Maybe even be shoes first and then bed. Um, your second toe bob on your each foot turns 90 degrees at the first joint. Wow. Foot talk, everybody. Monday foot talk. Nice. Uh, two people on this trip, your wife and daughter, have Birkenstocks on the trip, wearing them most days. Ed. Yeah, I believe it. Lady Jerry brought her Birkenstocks on our trip. I would have brought mine, but I had limited myself uh, to two pair of shoes, so I wore a kind of a flip-floppy sandal and uh, my limbs minimal rise toe boot. Uh, minimal rise toe box boot. <laughs> okay. Mm, good shoes. You've always been barefoot during the falls. Well, uh, barefoot is gives you your best uh, best handle on the ground, Jen. That's when you got your best uh, monkey traction on the earth. So, I think you can at least you can at least console yourself that you fell down uh, at a time when you were giving yourself the best chance to not fall down. <laughs> Whether that's good or bad, I don't know, uh, but I think I think it's good. Um, all right, it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, for Seize the Day. Now, tomorrow, we've got our Bible story. Where are we at in the Bible? So it's not quite time for Seize the Day. I lied about that. And yet, the fun meter, this thing got lost for a while, um, is at maximum. Uh, Jen, you don't have good monkey traction on carpet for some reason. Well, it happens. Yeah, Flavia, barefoot. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what the minimalist shoes are about. That's what the toe shoes are about. That's what these flip-flops with a flat bottom and the limb shoes barefoot. That's Barefoot is where it's at. Um, I'm glad everybody's on board with that. Uh, God chooses David. I, I can't remember if God chose David yet, but uh, God's, God's going to choose David tomorrow. And, uh, and I think we will have a letter from Grandma. As much as uh, I didn't think we were going to have a letter from Grandma, I think we will have a letter from Grandma. So that's going, that's going on right Blunnies can be resold. You never have to break in a new pair again. Scott, I don't know. I had some Blundstones, and they wouldn't uh, resole them because they were this weird rubber thing, and the bottom came off. They disintegrated. I'm off the Blundstone bandwagon. I'm I'm all about R.M. Williams now. Uh, all right, it's time for seize the seize the day, everyone. We're gonna seize the day. I'm getting ready to seize this thing. Seize the day. All right. Everybody's into barefoot. Yeah, I, I, but sometimes I think, yeah, that's what I should be doing is barefoot. Let my feet get all dirty and, um, and uh, calloused up. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Maybe that's how I'm going to spend the rest of the summer. Getting my feet all calloused, calloused up. <laughs> Yay for brawless. Yeah, of course. Um, all right. So today's uh, seize the day is by Stephen Covey who I think is the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is a book that I recommend. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, highly recommend. Uh, never Split the Difference. 
uh, highly recommend, and uh, Jocko Willink's Extreme Ownership, highly recommend. All right, Stephen Covey. We are the creative force of our life and through our own decisions rather than our conditions. If we carefully learn to do certain things, we can accomplish those goals. We are the creative force of our life and through our decisions rather than our conditions. So it's, it's not where you're at. It's where you choose to go. We carefully learn to do certain things, we can accomplish those goals. So we got to carefully learn to do the certain things. Let's identify the certain things that we need to do, and then carefully learn to do those certain things. What are the certain things? Well, that is up to the individual. You're the individual. Um, think about it. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm trying to identify some certain things. Um, I'm going to see if I can find a Kangol hat. Uh, please take care of yourselves and each other. What are we watching right now? We're watching Katla on Netflix. It's an Icelandic show uh, about a volcano in- eruption and then some kind of weird psychological sci-fi kind of weirdness happens. Um, so um, we're one episode in. Our highly recommended bar neighbor, who is a good recommender, and uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be nice to a jerk. That's what I tried to do today. 10-second memory. Be like the goldfish. 10-second memory. Forget it. Somebody's douche-tastic. Forget it. And don't give up. If you mess up, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Keep trying. See you all tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Happy Independence Day. Kapow, kapow, kapow. There's your fireworks. (laughs) 